0: And Jesus says, In the fifth chapter of John's gospel, amen, amen, I say to you, whoever hears my word and believes in the one who sent me will have eternal life. Good morning, Christian America. That's the passage of scripture that we're going to discuss today. It's the fifth chapter of the gospel. According to John, Jesus is performing works and he's giving advice and he's talking about the kingdom to come. He's talking about why he was sent. He's talking about the connection between the the father and the son and the one who believes in the father must believe in the son and vice versa because those who believe in the son will have eternal life it's a great passage and it's it's filled with so much that we're going to try to you know pull apart some of these phrases uh, understanding what jesus is talking about uh, holistically as the son of man, but also the importance of the connection between parents and their children, father and son. In this case, we're also going to talk about what Jesus says about good deeds in this whole thing. So he's got a lot to pack in in just a few verses. Get your Bibles, get ready. The gospel according to John chapter five. We're going to start on verse 19 today. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here is always representing the Christian American Revitalization Effort, where we seek to revitalize the Christian faith across our nation. Today, we come to you this Monday to get into the Word of God, into the fifth chapter of John's. Uh, the, the gospel according to John. If you like what we do here, if you support what we try to do here, we ask that you subscribe to this YouTube channel, subscribe to this podcast, subscribe to this Rumble channel, follow us on all the social media platforms. That's how we build faith and confidence across this nation. You can go to christianamericantees.com. That's christian to pick yourself up some Christian American apparel, show the world that you put Christ at the forefront of your life, that you are trying to live it righteously. And friends. Um, like as we alluded to. So as we come to you this Monday, like every other Monday we try to come through uh, uh, and continue our journey down the gospel in order in context. We share it with you so you can read it for yourself. We read it to you so you can hear the Word of God and contemplate on what it means what Jesus is saying and that you could and that you are not led astray by people who mix and match different verses from different. Places in the gospel to fit, maybe an agenda, maybe to um, fit their own agenda, maybe to lead people astray, maybe to inject uh, outside influences within the message that they're giving you. We don't do that. What we do is we take the gospel from the beginning to the end in the context of what's going on, give it to you plainly, and then we can discuss on what that means. John's gospel was so great, as we discussed before, because John lived so long afterward that he was able to write these things down, having known the fulfillment of uh, Jesus's revelation to John, once he was exiled, and he's writing this gospel according to what he remembered and the things that took place, not only then, but the conception of what he knew 20 years, 30 years later, having seen it all play out. And he injects these tidbits throughout the gospel. It's a wonderful read. Um, even without this podcast, we recommend that you read uh the, go- the gospel according to John. And so today we're gonna cover a few verses from chapter five of that gospel. And uh, if you remember last week um, at the beginning part of chapter five, Jesus is talking about, uh, first he cures a a lame crippled man after 38 years on the Sabbath. So on the holy day. And then that starts to get people talking about him doing works and, and deeds on the Sabbath, which is against uh, ancient Jewish tradition, ancient ancient uh, Jewish law, and Jesus does it anyway because he's the Son of Man. He's explaining that in last week's podcast, we go through that a bit. Um, if you're interested, you go back and watch that one. But he ends that statement in verse 18 of John's Gospel. It says, "For this reason, the Jews tried to kill him all the more, because not only he not only broke the the Sabbath, but he called God his Father." making himself equal with God. There's a lot of conversation in various um, denominations of Christianity and other religions about what Jesus' message was and whether or whether or not he was divine and did equal himself with God. This is John saying in chapter, uh, in verse 18 of chapter five, that yes, Jesus was making himself equal with God. And that is why the Pharisees wanted to kill him, so we're going to cover that just real real quick, and then we'll get into verse 19, and all the way through, I will share this with you so you can follow along. It's super important. All right, so chapter 5, verse 18, what we finished up last week, as I just talked about for this reason, the Jews tried all the more to kill him because he not only broke the Sabbath, but he also called God his father, making himself equal to God, and so we're going to go uh, and continue on to verse 19, the work of the son, where Jesus now is, is kind of uh, elaborating on that connection between him and his father and what it means, not only uh, uh, for him, but for us to understand. And there's a lot of deep messages in this, and we're going to try to cover as much as we can briefly. Verse 19 says, Jesus answered and said to them, amen, amen. I say to you, a son cannot do anything on his own, but only what he sees his father doing. For what he does, his son will also do. Isn't that the truth, right? For, those, for someone who's a father and someone who is a son, I, 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 you can easily understand the importance of the father and the son, what parents do. Um, it says that, any, that only what he sees his father doing for what, he, for what he does, his son will also do. For the father loves his son, and shows him everything that he himself does. And he will show him greater works than these, so that you may be amazed. For just as the father raises the dead and gives life, also does the son give life to whomever he wishes. Nor does the father judge anyone, but he has given all judgment to his son, so that all may honor the son just as they honor the father. Whoever does not honor the son does not honor the father who sent him. Amen. Amen. I say to you, whoever hears my word and believes in the one who sent me has eternal life and will not come into condemnation, but has passed from death. Amen. Amen. I say to you, the hour is coming and is now here when the dead will hear the voice of the son of God and those who hear will live for just as the father has, has life himself. So also he gave the son, the possession of life himself. And he gave him power to execute judgment because he is the son of man. Do not be amazed at this because the hour is coming in which all who are in the tombs will hear his voice and will come out those who have done good deeds to the, resu- to the resurrection of life. But those who have done wicked deeds to the resurrection of condemnation. I cannot do anything on my own. I judge as I hear and my judgment is just. Because I do not seek my own will, but the will of the one who sent me. there's a lot to unpack and we won't take long uh, to do this because I don't want to be respectful of everyone's time. So what you see here is Jesus teaching and kind of uh, uh, giving pointed an appointed understanding of who he is, where he comes from, what his job is and what's going to happen to those who believe in him and those who do not believe in him. And so, and, and then you might ask also, what does he mean by just believing? Um, Is it just a declaration of faith? He goes on at the bottom of that, of that paragraph of that statement to talk about deeds itself and those who believe will do the work and, and, and believe and be resurrected. And those who don't, won't, and will be granted a life of, uh, condemnation, a resurrection of condemnation, as he says. And so, first things first. Jesus says, "Amen, amen." I say to you, the son cannot do anything on his own, but only what he sees his father doing. That's such a big, uh, a big statement, right? It, it, it also justifies or um, crystallizes the idea of the family right, the family in which God created in Genesis chapter two, that a man leave his wife, uh, leave his parents and be with his wife, and the two become one flesh, that the, the command that God gives the, uh, Adam and Eve to procreate the, the earth, right, the, the son can only learn what the parents teach him, and the, a son in particular needs that father figure, and the father figure out of love and for his own son will teach him everything that he does so that the son will do will be able to do all of this stuff and do more do greater things as jesus says in this passage that the son would do greater things here he's equating his father in heaven with himself and the father who sent him and that that and that because the father has taught him everything that he knows that he's he can do anything that the father can do but even greater and in this case jesus says that the father is not going to uh issue judgment but that the son is going to issue judgment and whether you believe in the son as he said you will have a, r- a resurrection to life and if you don't believe in the son then you'll have a, have a resurrection to death He says, do not be amazed at this because the hour is coming in which all who are in the tombs will hear his voice and come out. And those who have done good deeds to the resurrection of life and those who have done wicked deeds to the resurrection of condemnation. So those who have been quite literally, and this is the uh, uh, those in the tombs. The word, the tombs, this phrase that he's talking about, the people in the tombs, we associate the people with the tombs, quite literally, quite literally, the dead. But here's the problem, if you take that phrase in, in the context of reality, those in the tombs, Jesus hasn't been walking this earth, but for 33 years. People in the tombs, how would they have ever believed in the son of man? How would they have ever believed in Jesus sent from the father who have never seen him? He's talking about those of those of them, those of us who have led a life in which Jesus has come to us those walking the streets with him those listening to him speak the people in the tombs of their bodies the tombs of their shell those that are dead inside those that are not going to inherit eternal life those of you who are in the tomb of death right now jesus says that if you don't believe in him if you don't do, if you don't do good deeds if you do wicked deeds you're going to inherit a life of condemnation, but those of us who are in these tombs, these shell, uh, these shells of a body that are full of sin and fallenness and they're full of, uh, jealousy and can be full of hatred and division and can, can use our position as a, as a, as a point to push on people or to dominate people, to, um, to fight and gain our own power and our own influence for our own nefarious purposes. Whatever it is, these are the tombs that we're in. And Jesus is saying, us in these tombs, if we believe in him, if we believe in the Son of Man and we believe in the one who sent him, that we will do good deeds. And those good deeds will inherit us a life, a resurrection of life. And we will avoid condemnation. And Jesus says all of these things because he says that the father has given him the power of judgment. And he says in verse 21, and he gave him power to exercise judgment because he is the son of man. So do not be amazed. This is a message that has layers of depth to it. From the simple father and son construct and the father teaching the son and the, t- and the son uh, learning from the father and then taking everything from the father and then learning even more, doing even more, doing greater things. That's what we all want for our children as a, both a father and a son. I see both sides of that and how we and how we want that and how and God is saying he made us like that because he's like that. Here you have the father who is sending the son. And the son not only knows everything that the father has and his plan, but will also do things greater. That's why he's here on earth and that he also has a power of judgment. And he will use that power of judgment to judge us who are in, who are in the tombs, who are walking, talking, living the life either righteously or corruptly. Entering eternal life or entering eternal condemnation. And that is done under two two aspects according to Jesus. One, those who hear the word and believe will inherit, inherit eternal life. Belief. But belief should drive you to do things. Belief inherits eternal life. But Jesus also says that those who have have done good deeds will have a resurrection to life. And those who have done wicked deeds will have a resurrection to condemnation. So your belief in Jesus should be so strong that the work that you do would be good and righteous and just. And if if you don't do these things, there's a big question as to whether or not you actually believe in him. And I want you to ponder that this week. As you interact with the world, you go out and live your life, hopefully try to live a a righteous life, one with belief in God and God in the forefront of our minds and our lives, and one in which that we actually live and work, exude our belief of Christ in every aspect of our lives. And it's not easy because being a Christian isn't easy. Jesus never says any of this is easy. Actually he foreshadows the condemnation to come. But that's the struggle. That's the daily grind. That's the cross that we bear in order to follow our Lord and Savior and uh, enjoy and participate in that resurrection of life. Friends if you like what we're trying to do here if you if you're seeking some inspiration, information, and education. Hopefully, we can we can provide that for you. We want to provide that value. We don't ask for donations. We ask that you uh, share this on your social media platform, that you subscribe to this YouTube channel, subscribe to this podcast channel, that you share with your friends the gospel, that you live the gospel every day of your life. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, until Friday, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.